0: Good morning, Denny Van here with Heartfelt Awakening. We are all about aligning body, breath, and spirit. And I have been so excited about this call, uh, talking with Julia Cha. And let me get her on here. Yeah. So we're talking to Julia Cha. She is a business and marketing coach for coaches. And let me see here. Yes. So, She is a partner and chief energetic officer at Shot of Copy, and this is a renowned copywriting agency, and they serve the self-development industry, and they've been doing that since 2012. Julia, are you with me? Julia, darling. Hey, Julia, are you with me? Yes, I'm here. How are you? Yes, she's here. So we're talking about how sexual energy channels your success. And Julia, I was just talking about you and how you are a business and marketing coach for coaches and your um, involvement with Chief Energetic, as a Chief Energetic Officer at Shot of Copy. Tell me about that. What do you do there and what is that?
1: Okay, so Shot of Copy is a copywriting and marketing firm based in Sydney, Australia, And we've been doing uh, copywriting marketing for self-development in the last 10 years. And uh, I've come in, the person who started the business is my best friend, Nikhil Rugani. And I've come in and we've decided to run the business together as we were doing things separately before, but it was very much aligned and we've joined forces uh, just this year. So I've been doing this uh, on my own and then he's been doing his for a long time and we have some... We've gotten really great results helping coaches get their messaging out there, uh, knowing how to market themselves, knowing how to talk to their clients, and uh, it's, it, it's, it's kind of our passion and our mission to help coaches be able to expand their purpose and help a lot of people because we're, where we see that the lack is, is that there's so many coaches. Who have this passion and mission to help others, but they don't know, just they just don't know how to reach them with the right messaging and have the right business strategy. So that's where we come in and we teach coaches how to do this. Um, Before we were a done for you service, so we would uh, take on projects from large self development companies. One of our longest standing clients is America's largest NLP company. And um, mm-hmm. now we're teaching coaches how to do this. So we, we're doing a done with you service. We just saw that's so wonderful. much with individual coaches. Yes.
0: And I think, that's how, I think that's how our paths cross because you posted something about sexual energy. Do you remember that?
1: Yes, I do. Yeah. 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 yeah and the and then... reason why I did that is because when I uh, work with individual coaches, um, I see that there are habits and they're just very basic habits that get in the way of business, and sexual energy is one of them.
0: Absolutely, and as we were talking and talking about the sexual energy, we realized we both really do the same thing. We point people out to themselves. We look at their mindset, maybe even their eating habits and their sleeping habits and all of these things. So today's podcast is on how sexual energy channels your success. So if I were coming to you saying, you know, Julia, I, I, I need some coaching, I need some success, what would be the first thing you would do with me and um, how would you incorporate this sexual energy?
1: Well, first things first is I would always, because the people who come to me, the coaches that come to me, um, they, they always come for business reasons. Right So I would look at the business side first to see what is going on, the business side in terms of, in terms of the structure, the pricing, and how the program how the coach is running the program. That's the first thing I'll look at, but then, as I get to know the coach better, I would be asking about mainly their your their, their relationships and their sexual habits. And also the eating and things, and sleeping, those things come into play too, but if they're really, really struggling. Usually, it, it, the problems are always at the foundational level. At the business side, the foundational level are things like niche offer messaging and how you're getting leads. Like that is the foundation of a business, right? Um, and then on the personal level, because the person is the business, the habits that the person embodies reflects directly on the business. So it, it is actually pointless to try to only fix the business. You have to look at the person.
0: And exactly. the main
1: habits that always get in the way are very primal habits like sex and eating and sleeping and how much, uh, what, what kind of relationship this person has. It gets really deep.
0: It does get really deep. And, you know, this, this sexual energy, a lot of us tend to misuse it or um, use it unwisely, you know, um, just have sex and then you feel better. So let's talk about how you would channel this sexual energy in your business.
1: Yeah, Uh, that is a great point. I think this is something that gets missed a lot. I think a lot of people try to fix their business by implementing new strategies or chasing after new gurus or buying new, getting new blueprints and things like that. And that's kind of like a Band-Aid solution, the real problem comes to the person's daily habits and sex is a huge driver for humans. It's a life force energy. And um, a lot of people don't realize how much power this energy has. So what I see in people, for example, when it's misused is things like dating a lot, things like um, getting a quickie or having negative sexual habits, like watching a lot of pornography, things like that. And what that does is that it actually drains you of all the energy that you could be channeling towards something productive. Um, this, this energy is life force because if you think about the sexual energy it's in your belly, in your pubic area, and, and that, that energy that builds there is, is a creative force that can be either used to create a life form because that's what sex does. Every time you have sex or you are having sexual activity, you're giving the illusion your body that you're creating a life form right so you're spending your energy that way when you go and do sexual things the same energy that you could be channeling towards uh your business
0: so the business is the baby business
1: is always a baby business (laughs) is the biggest baby you ever built you could have your own kids (laughs) but this is a whole different ball game it's a new creature
0: so tell, tell me, darling, tell me some examples of people who maybe have been maybe wasting away this precious energy and how they converted to using this energy in a successful way.
1: Yeah, great question. So um, I, by no means, I put myself on the pedestal because I was that person who, would expand sexual energy consistently and if there's one point I really want to draw most artists and entrepreneurs I would say all and, and this is the only thing I'll beg 100% on artists and entrepreneurs are highly sexual people because they're very creative and if you're drawn to artpreneurism and creating things that means you're very highly sexual because the creative energy is the same as the sexual energy the same thing that drive to create something is the same thing as sexual drive. But what happens is there's resistance. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of shame around it. And so when, when it comes to doing the thing that you care about the most, people procrastinate. And what do they do? They seek sexual pleasure to expend that. Or they would go off and create something else. Because doing the thing that matters to them the most is the most painful to a lot of people. Right? So what would happen is that when they misuse sexual energy, uh, you can see people who have, you know, who prematurely have children. That was me. I had my first one at, at 25 and the second one at 28, and I had a lot of projects and, and thoughts and, and, and plans about the things I wanted to build. But then I ended up in having, and you see this over and over in people, it's like they, there's this thing that they absolutely want to build. And by no means I'm saying that, you know, having children is bad or anything like that. It's just that uh, a lot of times creative people will expend that creative energy to create something else. Uh, and if it's not children, they'll create drama in relationships, right?
0: I love so that. They'll create yeah. drama by,
1: by, by dating a lot or having bad relationship or, um, I, I, I have I know I've known artists and entrepreneurs who consistently have drama in their relationships, whether that's with their family, whether that's um, – that's sexual relations, uh, with dating, having horrible boyfriends and girlfriends, or getting themselves into abusive relationships. This is consistent need to create drama, which stops them from creating the thing that they, that they care about the most. This is is this a habit that they negative way. Uh, Yes, this is the lack of awareness that's doing it. It's lack of yes. awareness and it's fear. It's the resistance towards building something that matters to you the most, which really ties into self-love at the same time. They don't feel That's the work I
0: do is self-love. Exactly. And, you know, you talk about procrastinating and then doing the thing that matters most. It's almost like I know I have to do these things, but there's something within me that's procrastinating. Is that a misuse of sexual energy or just unawareness?
1: It's both because what happens is that that sexual energy gets driven towards something else. You can't suppress this energy. It's stronger than us. We are, this is, this is energy that belongs to to much greater, higher being, right? This, this, this energy is channeled through us. We're carrying it, but as humans, we were given this energy to, to create possibilities, to, 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 continue our species, right? This, this, this power is it's not something that can be suppressed. It can only be channeled towards something. Whether you create a you create drama, you create a business, or you create a beautiful piece of art, it needs to be channeled. And, and for most people, this energy, um, and when I say drama, they don't realize this is drama. That's what a stereotypical artist or entrepreneur has really bad relationships. They have everything else except for this. Or, but if you really, really look at successful, really successful people who are fabulous artists, whether that's a writer or, or a painter or people who really succeeded in their life, they succeeded in relationships. And for that reason, they create powerful art, right? It goes hand in hand.
0: So, most of us might be suppressing energy, and like you said, we can't suppress this energy. It has to be expressed in some way. So, if somebody is suppressing this energy that really can't be suppressed, what are some things that would manifest for somebody if they are suppressing this energy and not channeling it appropriately?
1: Well, suppressing, they're suppressing and they're channeling the wrong way. So channeling the wrong way will be like having a lot of Tinder dates or watching pornography, having sex addiction, things like that. I mean, and sex addiction is actually a much deeper issue. That's a lot of unresolved emotional wounds are coming to the surface and manifesting into a sexual addiction. Uh, there are different ways to expend it the wrong way, getting into sexual relationships with people who are not aligned, who... Uh, and and just seeking sexual pleasure. Those are ways of expending it. Suppressing it is kind of on the same side, on the opposite side of the same coin, where this person might be very, very judgmental of sexuality without realizing that they have this force. And then these are also people who, are, who have creative thoughts and desires, but never take action. That's like a very, like procrastination. Very unhappy. Very
0: unhappy people. Very
1: unhappy. Very unhappy. Yes.
0: So when you're working with someone who has suppressed sexual energy and they want to build a business, what are some things that you do to heal that and put them in a place where it's okay to express it? Because I know I work with a lot of people and this sexual energy might have some guilt or shame attached to it
1: yes yeah definitely um to be honest I come across with more people who are using it the wrong way so they, they're, they're those people who go and you know they have a plan to build something but then they'll go and help someone else doing something else like oh my mom needs help and then it's, it's like what about your business what about your book right Oh I, oh, I can't do this because I have to go help somebody else. It's, there's always excuses, right? And then it's never their fault. It's never because of them. It's because of somebody else. Well, or they'll go and make more kids. And I, I, truth be told, I love kids. And I have two myself, and I love them to death. And they're the only ones that, that I would make room for in my life. Even if I have something to run in my business, they're the only ones I would make a compromise for. But people who continuously make kids, um, they're also expending their sexual energy, especially if they have a desire to be building something else, right? Um, suppressing it is different. Suppressing it uh, usually comes out people who don't give themselves what they want. So it takes a lot of coaching around that. They will chase after things that are not right for them or they would, um, they, they don't, it's really a lack of self-love. The work has to go into that of acknowledging and accepting the self, that's where it comes from that's the beginning of the work for people who are suppressing
0: That's wonderful so a true entrepreneur is someone who understands and is aware of the power of their sexual energy and takes responsibility for their own choices instead of blaming and using that as excuses to not do uh, what they're out to do (laughs) and more of a distraction and procrastination instead of actually focus and aim. It's so interesting because I also work with a lot of people and their focus and aim is to become more spiritual and more connected. But what I find is distractions and looking off our focus and aim. How can someone who is, maybe having attention issues, use sexual energy to propel their business forward?
1: Great question. It, it all begins with awareness and meditation, right? Um, so when people are ultra distracted, it's because they haven't gathered themselves and gathered themselves. And this is great that you're discussing this topic right now, because spirituality and sexuality is highly tied together you can use sexual energy to advance in your spirituality. Because I, I think a lot of times in our culture, many, many times there's so much shame associated with sexuality, but actually sexuality is, is kind of the, the gateway to a higher spiritual self because it's such mm-hmm. a powerful force that can elevate you, right? So what, what, what I would suggest is for people who are constantly distracted to get to know themselves well to do consistent meditation daily, to feel the energy. Every time they feel that energy, they need to be able to feel it in their body. Every time they have a feeling, they need to be able to locate it in their body. That's that's self-awareness. And the more they can do that, the better they'll be in their business because really business success comes from self-awareness. That's, that's one of the main traits of somebody who is successful in any area. It doesn't matter what they're doing because only when you're self-aware, you can even begin to understand other people, right? And what is a business is that it's, 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 it's all about relationships, right? You have to be able to yeah. understand your market. You have to understand the people you're dealing with. You have to understand what is required. What are you providing, right? What service, what product? That's what a business is. So without self-awareness, there's absolutely no way to understand other people, right? So, it, so this, this creative force in your belly, I suggest that everybody gather themselves. If you're not meditating, I'm sure a lot of your audience are meditators already because they're in the spiritual realm. But to really feel what the energy is in their body. And every time they feel it, they feel that urge is always in the belly, in the pubic area. That urge will come. And to take deep breaths and every time you take a deep breath, it will kinda of take away the tension. And then my recommendation is to at that moment to go and do the work that is hardest for them, that moves the needle in their business. Mm. So if they're in if they're in the early days of business, that'll be lead generation. A lot of people hate doing it, they hate putting themselves out there. Right? Especially a lot of coaches. They hate putting themselves out there, they don't want to do marketing, but you gotta do the thing that is the hardest use that energy every time you feel the urge, right, to go and do that instead of uh, taking a break, which, you know, it's not really a break, right? It's running away from the from the work that's going to get you to the goal and going to, to do something sexual. Either that's to have a quickie or to masturbate or to watch pornography or a combination of all three things. Because what happens then is that, when that happens, bend that sexual energy and throw it out to the universe. Hmm. Instead of channeling it straight to the work that they need to do. So what happens then? The people cannot focus after sex like that. Their brains will go foggy. Right? It goes completely yeah. foggy. And they go back and sit down and try to do work. It just doesn't happen. And sometimes this, this foggy, depending on the intensity of the sexual experience, and how much energy it expended, it can take days to recover. Sometimes.
0: Interesting. That and is so very oh, unproductive.
1: Ahead. Very unproductive. That's what I'm say.
0: And so, what if, um, let's say, you're working with someone who might have guilt or shame connected to this sexual energy due to trauma? Um, how yeah. do you get? To someone to move forward and use this, use their own beautiful sexual energy uh, and get past the trauma um, and be successful?
1: Uh, Trauma is not my specialty. I, I should put that out there, first of all. But I've experienced trauma in my life. So I can only speak from personal experience is that you have to learn to accept yourself in a holistic way, right?
0: Beautiful. So if your trauma
1: was sexual, you have to get used to accepting your body. And, and and so there are various things that you can do, right? First of all, you surround yourself with the right people. That's very important. People who accept you and people who, who support you in what you're doing. One of the main things I suggest to all entrepreneurs, especially if you're starting out, a lot of people have this problem. They have let in anyone and everyone into their life. I suggest that everybody who listens to this, rate each person who is in their life from zero to 10, 10 being the best, always supportive, always there for you. And then five being very lukewarm people and zero being the worst type of people. You only want, 9s and 10s, maybe 1 or 2 eighths in your life. I suggest you go and rate every single person in your life. And I literally have a notebook where I have done that in the beginning of my journey, where I rated every single person that I was seeing in, in, in a given month, right? You only want to keep the 9s and 10s in your life. That's the first step, because you don't want people who are going to put you down when you're already struggling, emotionally, right? As many people Mm -hmm. with trauma will be doing, right? And next thing is they need to seek help, something that you can't get over by yourself. It's really tough because you only know what you know and your body remembers what you've experienced. So you need to put in new experiences of acceptance and love and consistently practice that to be able to give yourself a new self-image. It's all about self-image. And to really pay attention to the thoughts that you have about yourself, because a lot of people are very self-deprecating, especially when people have been through trauma and difficult times.
0: I right, love and your this is answering. where resilience comes from. Yes, resilience. Very good. And you know, we do the same kind of work because when I'm working with someone, um, I do deal with trauma um, on a self healing level. So I kind of guide people to their root chakra. And we're talking about the sexual energy, which is the second chakra, the sacral chakra. But in order for the sacral chakra to be open, the root chakra has to be open. And what usually is missing is community, support, being in your Mm -hmm. tribe, having those foundations set in order for the second chakra, because you have to feel accepted you have to feel safe in order for that second chakra to open so a lot of people who have maybe experienced trauma on that level we start at the root chakra and what their basic needs are right there and begin to grow from there wonderful yeah. wonderful so julia tell me um, when you're working with clients um you know, and they have their blind spots and they might not see circumstances or habits that are holding them back, sometimes people don't like to be shown, you know, things about themselves that might be hidden away. How do you go through a process to shine a light on a person's own sexuality and their their use of their own sexual energy in a way that makes them more aware?
1: Well, it always begins with thoughts and habits and really come, uh, the reason why I love working with entrepreneurs and coaches because they're, they're more open to being aware because of the line of work that they're doing and because they really want success I mean nobody becomes an entrepreneur not wanting success so if, if they've been struggling for a while they know something is missing right I would, I, I'm a very direct person I don't beat around the bush I just tell them the away right.
0: <laughs> I love that about you
1: what is the point? Because if they want to be around the bush, they can go to someone else. It's fine, right? But if they they want results, I'm going to tell them straight up what they need to do.
0: Yeah, just tell them like it is, because if you're seeing something that they're not, they have to be open to being able to see that within themselves. Yeah. Is that a way to channel sexual energy? What do you mean? Which part? When when a person who doesn't look at themselves and it takes somebody outside of them to point something out, is there a way to use that sexual energy to uncover those things?
1: Um, I I don't I don't think that's exactly uh, related in my in my view. But mm-hmm. what I would ask is if somebody is always tired. And they're blaming on things like, you know, I've just got too much of this, too much of that, or my kids, or this and that. And when I look at someone's eyes, I can tell that when something's off, it can usually tie that into sexuality. That's what So we you use like a lot right? of
0: intuition. Mm-hmm.
1: It, is, it is intuition, but when somebody, especially a man, when they are sexually imbalanced, it shows through their eyes.
0: Tell me more about this. How does it show through their eyes?
1: Foggy. It's a foggy kind of, because I I make eye contact. And when it's kind of foggy and something, uh, like the spark and the focus is off, there's no focus. And that would say that they're tired or something. There's usually something to do with sexuality. So I would ask. I mean, it's not 100%, so I would ask. I would say, hey, are you expending your sexual energy? And then they'll say, what do you mean by that? Are you, are you having a lot of sex? Are you, like, masturbating a lot? Are you spending a lot of time thinking about sex? Because the thinking also drains. It's not just the act, it's the thinking of sex. That, that obsessive thinking of sex also drains. Right? So it takes a lot of meditation, meditative awareness, to be able to recycle that sexual energy
0: in your body. Very nice. So focus, focus is key.
1: Focus is key, yeah. So for a man, the way that drains sexual energy the most is ejaculation. For a woman, it's menstruation.
0: Hmm. So when a woman no. is
1: very, very sexually uh, like she's, she's very sexually active in the sense that she's She's expensing the energy quite a lot, either through having sex or having uh, frequent masturbation or orgasms. Not saying those are bad things. It's just that it takes away the energy, right? Or if she is um, having a lot of sexual thoughts and watching pornography or something like that, her menstruation will be a lot heavier because what happens is the, the, the body cues that... What is menstruation? It's preparation of a life. Right.
0: Yes.
1: So, it, so when you have all these sexual thoughts, the body starts to prepare for a baby. Because we, mind-body is connected. right? Whatever you think in your head, it's going to trigger physiological changes. So what happens is that when you start to uh, become very aware of your sexual energy, you channel it towards work. Every time you feel the urge, you, you do breath and you do meditation and you get to work and do the hardest thing the hardest for you to do in your business or if you're an artist, if you're creating art, what happens is that you, you are using that. You're channeling it and you're creating a different life. You're creating a different, you're creating something outside of yourself. You're not chewing your body that you're getting ready for a baby, that you're not having sex. What happens? Menstruation decreases. And
0: Very when you practice a-
1: Consistently, yeah. So what you do is when you, when you breathe and when you do – I, I can't say I'm an expert in Taoist sexuality, but in Taoism, when you, when you breathe, there are certain breaths that you take, and there's certain visualization you do every time you feel that urge. So it's, it's clenching the Kegel area, that the urge comes up, and then you can collect the urge, and you can recycle it up your spine all the way up to your brain, and that sexual energy is feeding the organs, when you're doing that, when you're cycling it all the way down. So you, you cycle it all the way up to the back, up to your brain, down, down the front, through your tongue, towards your heart, all the way down to your belly. That's, that's the, the recycling of sexual energy. That's how you channel it, and you're doing work, right? For men, it's, it's by preventing ejaculation. Too much ejaculation that will drain sexual energy, so for them to recycle that energy, again, um, again, if they ejaculate too much, then they're also draining themselves from the work, right? So for yeah. both genders, pornography is addictive because that's what it does. It's like dopamine hits. Because guess what? It's, it's like evolutionary perspective. That's a jackpot, right?
0: Yes. Fascinating. So you were talking a little bit about Taoism. Is that your spiritual practice? No,
1: it's not. It's not. Um, I, it, it could be because of my background. I've just been very interested in Buddhism and Taoism. Same
0: because here. I was
1: exposed to it from, from young age. Uh, but, but my background, I've moved around a lot in my life. I, I was born in Korea, but I was also raised in Buenos Aires, in Argentina. And then I moved to Canada. So I, I have a lot of diverse multicultural background and different religions and things. But Taoism Buddhism has always been very close because of the cultural connection. But mm. I, I, don't, I don't hold that close to myself in terms of that's my religion or anything like that. But there's a lot of truth in these in these old philosophies. And there's a reason why, right? They exist. It's because, I mean, the, the wisdom I pretty much I believe everything has been figured out under the sun. It's just that it's about gathering the right information and listening to the truth.
0: Indeed. I I do personally uh, see Taoism and Buddhism as more as a philosophy and a way of life, as opposed to a religion that needs to be followed, it, yeah. you know, through doctrine. Right. So I totally agree. I've been to Korea. So um, beautiful country. So I, I'm, Huge fan. We had a great time in Korea. Um, So for someone who is maybe looking to start a business and maybe, you know, running into uh, procrastination issues or, you know, issues of getting their business up and going, how can someone get a hold of you?
1: They can contact me uh, many different ways. My email is julia at juliacha.com. And uh, you can find me on Facebook also, Julia Cha, easy. Uh, those are the two ways you can contact me. I'm also in other places. I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram, but those are the easiest places to find me. And if you're starting a business, there's a, it's, it's funny because when people, a lot of times they transition from having a job to entrepreneurism, it's very hard. And the hard thing is not, and doing the work is the mindset.
0: Yes, agreed. From doing a job to you are your business. It is correct. A huge and it's a mindset
1: that it, there's a huge mindset shift that needs to happen. And to most people, it feels like their skin's being ripped out. Like that's how painful mm. it is. And when somebody's not progressing, it's because they're not willing to go through that. They're they're holding back, right? That's why so many people have trouble making sales or, or marketing their business or um, it, it, it feels very uncomfortable for them to put themselves out there. It's because of that, that shift in the mindset that needs to happen and the change in the self-image. And earlier we talked about people who suffered trauma. They're having serious self-image issues and seeing themselves in a certain way. And that's where the repeat issue is coming up is that the abuse is over. The trauma is over but people replay and put themselves in the abuse trauma stage consistently through their thinking. The real abuse happens there.
0: Yeah, uh, The past
1: is already gone. It only lives in the memory.
0: And yeah. when, every Ooh. time you
1: bring, bring up those thoughts, that you're consistently confirming that you are this type of person, the, the person who's unlovable or the person who suffered this or the, or, or the victim or this and that. And this Translates completely, it doesn't matter whether you've never had that kind of experience, going from being an employee to an entrepreneur is a similar kind of shift. You have to completely reinvent yourself to do that. The same person can't run the business, cannot be successful as as an entrepreneur.
0: I love how you said that you have to completely reinvent yourself. Because when I work with clients who are so used to suppressing a lot of this stuff, as it starts to come up, also, what comes up is the fear of letting it go. And for someone uh-huh. who's suppressing maybe some past traumas and stuff, it requires a lot of energy. And I, I, I would tell them, you know, holding on to this and not allowing it to come up and integrate it is almost like trying to hold a beach ball underwater. It takes a lot <laughs> of energy and it's going to come up someplace else in your life and cause drama Correct. by not dealing with it. So I, I yeah. do work with clients who – You know, they're so used to holding it that this process of it coming up and letting it go really is a process of reinventing yourself because you're no longer holding it and letting it go. You are now in a different space. I love how you said that.
1: Uh, I love that analogy you just used of holding the beach ball underwater. Yes, that's exactly what it feels like.
0: Requires a ton of energy. Yes, and it is. Yes, and then once you let it up and out, you have all this energy now. Yeah. To be channeled and used in the way you want to. So you told me earlier that you were going to be doing a webinar for coaches. Can you tell me about that?
1: Yes. Uh, So, like I mentioned, I, I shared briefly about my business at the beginning of this episode, and what we're doing is that we're running a webinar for coaches to break their first 100k in 2019. And these are the exact fundamental principles and marketing strategies that they need to take themselves from zero to 100k. And if you're a spiritual coach, we've got lots of spiritual coaches in our program. And if you're a spiritual or you're, you're a coach because you want to you want to do good for the world and you don't really want to make the money or whatever, I want to just stop you right there in your thoughts because you do need to make the money to make a difference, right? If if you're a coach who doesn't make money, you can't help people. That's what it comes down to.
0: I'm so happy you brought up this topic because apparently there is – a thought or an idea out there that if you're a spiritual coach, you shouldn't be charging money. Is that a, a, a wrong use of channeling sexual energy? Well, money is energy. So if that person is
1: blocking money in their life, they're probably blocking other things too, possibly sexuality as well. I wouldn't say so that two are tied together, but how you, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're blocking abundance and you're having trouble receiving, the question is how are you going to give to people? Mm. Isn't that why you're a coach?
0: You have to be able to receive.
1: That's right. There's a serious mindset issue going on here because if you're a coach and you're saying no to money because you just want to help people, well, how are you going to help people to receive when you yourself have trouble receiving abundance?
0: That's a law of reciprocity, give and take. There has to be a balance, yes. Beautiful. For sure, right? So when is your webinar so going to be?
1: Our, our webinar is on January 2nd. Uh, it's at 12 p.m. PST, which will be 3 p.m. EST. And then if you're in, in Asia, Australia, New Zealand listening to this, it will be 8 a.m. on January 3rd, the 3rd
0: very nice. And I'm going to be putting a link to register for that in the description so that you can follow up. And I'll also be putting a link to Julia's email if you would like to get a hold of Julia Cha. So Julia, I want to thank you for this. This has been a powerful uh, podcast episode on how sexuality, how this sexual energy and using it to channel your success. And if you are... um, in a place where this sexual energy might bring about shame or guilt, this is an indication that you might need help or guidance. So definitely seek this out to heal and then integrate this as a part of who you are so that you can move forward and succeed no matter what that success is, whether it's success in your family, your relationships with yourself or success in your business. It's a success all across the board. So Julia, what is one thing that you would like to leave our listeners a little piece of gem on how sexual energy channels your success? One thing that they can do right now.
1: One thing they can do is to become aware of the urge. Every time you feel the urge, take deep belly breaths to ease the tension and do the work that's the hardest.
0: Beautiful. Self awareness is key. Meditation is key. Listening to your body and feeling those urges. Because once you feel the urge, now you're aware the energy is coming get into that mm-hmm. space, and then go do your work, right? Immediately,
1: yes, absolutely, Wonderful. and it has to be the hardest work, the work that's going to move the needle in your business, and in the beginning, that's always lead generation and booking strategy calls.
0: Lead generation and booking strategy calls, that is the first part of your business, because you got people have to know who you are and what you do, so you've got to reach out and talk to people, and so many of us get stuck there.
1: Yeah, well, if you want clients, you got to have at least 1 to 3 strategies a day if you want to grow your business. Right?
0: Wonderful. 1 to 3
1: is 1 to 3 is the key. 1 to 3 strategy or discovery calls, whatever you call
0: them. Talking to people 1 to 3 times a day about your business and what you do and opening and up And you got to enroll clients.
1: That's that's, that's doing that activity will open up yourself to the receiving. It takes you closer to the universe, right?
0: So that means you have to give first and then receive.
1: The thing is, you have to be open, right? So there there Mm -hmm. are plenty of people, especially in the spiritual realm, they give plenty and don't receive. Mm. This is very common in the spiritual realm. They're not open, and that means they're blocked in many other areas of their life. And, and really, any habit is built, any lasting habit is built with, with basic, simple wins. And so putting yourself out there, doing strategy calls, these are the things that really move the needle in your business. Not tinkering with your website. That's not going to help you. Doing the things Agreed. that really move the needle in your business.
0: Agree. Becoming <laughs> left, I think. <laughs> yeah, becoming conscious of the unconscious. And you, you hit on a really powerful word is patterns and the things that we do over and over and over again unconsciously. And what you do is you shine a light on that for the people that you work with so that they can get unstuck not only in their business, but in other areas of their life as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can talk about this for a long time. And by no means I'm saying do not have sex. If you have someone who's on a similar path, who is also interested in channeling their sexual energy to success, you can have beautiful sex and channel this together. But first, it takes individual work to get there, to do it as a couple, Mm. right? What I'm suggesting not to do is to expand it very quickly or to go on dates or to just have sex uh, just to feel better and not do the work that really means to you. Or
0: Don't feel like you're missing you're out not on something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That kind of feeling, like fear of missing out, that kind of feeling, or chasing the shiny object, that all comes from not channeling your sexual energy properly and doing the work that you need to do. Beautiful. That's, a lot of suppress, suppressed people will also have that same fear of missing out and chasing the shiny object that same syndrome.
0: Yeah, something is missing within them and there's absolutely nothing missing Correct. they just need to channel it properly. Correct. Beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. I want to thank you, Julia, for being on today. How Sexual Energy Channels Your Success. And if you're listening and um, you want to know more information, give me a comment on the page. Tell me what you liked about this. Tell Also, you can leave a comment to ask Julia a question. And we will leave that information on the page on how to get a hold of Julia if you want her to be your coach. And she is definitely going to tell it to you like it is. Whether you want to hear it or not, sometimes we don't want to hear it, but this is such valuable, important information, whether you're opening up a business or you're just trying to reinvent yourself and heal and integrate this energy within yourself. So thank you, Julia, for being here today. And I want to thank my listeners. Thank you so much for listening to the Heartfelt Awakening podcast. We are all about aligning body, breath, and spirit. Have a good
1: one. Thanks, Jenny.
0: Thank you, love.